Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave of the Mental Strength League. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Ghosty, what's happening? Next star. Oh, give me water. Just gonna see my setup. Zuri, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on? Katie's joined in. Shout out, Katie. What's happening? Kiwando. What's going on, Jenny? Oh, uh, Jen Dakosi saying, giving a shout out to Zuri. What's going on, T Gabrielle? What's happening? Glad to see you guys. Happy to see you guys coming back in. Heather back in. Hello, everybody. She said, Ethanos just joined in. I W U H underscore Mac D A V I E S um, is saying, What up? What up, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the live. You guys know what it is. It is another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show episode. I believe we are episode 74. We might be 75, but I think it's 74. Welcome to another episode. Happy to have you guys. And I was setting up all my, you know what I'm saying? I'm setting up all my stuff and getting it going. Uh, Brahim, what's happening? J Pro Skills, welcome, welcome, welcome. Ryan Mash, B Pro General Manager, General Manager, joining in. Um, if you're on uh, Ryan's team, spam that heart button. Drop some I'm in your head emojis if you guys are all about it. Some I'm in your head emojis. You guys know what it, what it is. What up? Uh, S-T-E-E-C-E-6 said, hey, Quincy. What's going on, brother? Luke Freestyles. Everybody, welcome in. Welcome, 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 welcome uh, to another episode of the Hashtag Assay Soccer Pro Show where your host, me, Quincy Maracuas, 11-year MLS pro, currently in my free agency year with uh, MLS on its way back. With MLS on its way back with the Orlando tournament coming up, um, obviously in my free agency year and uh, before the shutdown, I was still in my free agency year uh, seeing how and if everything was going to play out. This would be my 12th year um, and will be my 12th year if and when I sign my next contract. But everybody, welcome into the live. Today's going to be a today's going to be a good one. As you guys may or may not know, there's been a lot of moving parts, a lot of a lot of breaking news, a lot of just everything you could possibly think of happening across the soccer world as well as just the world at large. These last couple of episodes of the show have been a great opportunity to answer questions directly from the community and trying to give you guys as much time as possible to get your specific questions answered and even get uh, some call 
call-ins here. I know uh, some pros have been dropping in, stopping by, saying hello over the course of the show these last couple of weeks. And typically, we schedule a show guest, but we've really wanted to focus in on the community this, these last couple of weeks, see how you guys are doing, check in on you, make sure everybody's keeping their mental strength up, their mental health game strong. Uh, Andy, what's going on? Welcome in. Uh, Mindy said George Floyd protests. Yes, there's been a whole lot of you know, protests, a lot of awareness being raised about many, many different things. But, but I think what's most important um, through it all is is maintaining perspective, uh, staying focused on the things that you can control, and those are and that's uh, the work that you're doing in your free time to improve yourself. We are very adamant about personal responsibility here, practicing the three S's of self-awareness. For those of you who don't know and understand what I'm talking about, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS and you'll get up to speed on the three S's of self-awareness, a practice that we preach and uh, execute on and participate on here regularly. Uh, Shout out Earl Edwards Jr. joined in on the live. He's been doing some great work both on and off the field that uh, I'm excited that I'm pretty sure he'll be able to share here in the coming uh, days and weeks. Uh, but yeah, great seeing, great seeing, uh, especially the regulars. I'm seeing the regulars come with, with some serious consistency. And you guys understand and know that consistency is key to success. So uh, for those of you who have been regulars, can you drop down in the comment section some of the things that you've learned, uh, what, or actually, what's the most valuable thing that you that you get from being a part of the Perfect Soccer brand and uh, the MSL mentality and mindset? And while I do that, we're going to let IWUH for a few minutes to ask his question. Dave X, um, I'm doing well. Hey, you called in, bro, and I was giving you the, the call in and then denied, denied that call that call. So uh, if designated player podcast joined in, welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Like I said, if anybody has any questions, they want to get, you know, two minutes on the show to ask your question, we could break that down, get into it real quick. Um, All good. He said the network connection was bad on his side. While I'm waiting on some questions to come in on the question box, as well as you guys to drop in any questions you've got here on the live, I'm going to go through some of the stuff I've got over here on the side. A big shout out. I wanted to give to you uh ben uh ben uh dot underscore dot jammin got himself some msl merch got the i'm in your head t drop in the i'm in your t- head t with the i'm in your head pose loving that what are you guys thinking about that joe jackson dropped in the i'm in your head emojis Ooh. Uh, Joe Jackson also said, uh, mental strength to achieve your goals is what he's learned. Pat McGill joined in. Welcome, Pat. Sonia, what's happening? Good to see you. Uh, loving that. Loving seeing everybody. Heather dropped an eye in your head. Force, uh, Force Thorns calls in with a question. Uh, yeah, Ryan said, Force Thorns call in with a question. Let's see what we got here. Um, Tyree uh, dropped in. Uh, what's the right steps to make it pro? Well, the right steps to make it pro is to, whew, where do we start? It depends on where you're starting out at. 
But if you're starting from the very, very beginning and you don't know where to start, I say you start at perfectsoccerskills.com slash login account. If you head there, you'll be able to uh, take the steps to create and get a Perfect Soccer Team membership for free, access to all of our tools, resources, which include the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, the College college Soccer Recruiting Blueprint, our Time Management Sheet, the Goalkeeper Blueprint, um, uh, one full free week of B-Pro, uh, B-Pro Weekly. Uh, another shout out to Ryan Mash, B-Pro General Manager. He's been um, going hammer time on getting those programs up and running and uh, taking them to the next level. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, B-Pro Weekly is officially live. That is our custom soccer training, weekly custom soccer training programs. You can definitely get access to those and upgrade your account once you've created your Perfect Soccer Team membership account. So if you haven't headed, headed over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash login account, you can create your account there uh, for free and uh, you can get a free week's program, all those other books, tools, and resources that I've already laid out and spoken to you, as well as a couple of other um, awesome resources. Uh, John Hollinger is going through the financial literacy course that we put there as well too, because hey, not only can't, not only do you got to be mentally strong, but you got to be financially smart and financially literate. And we've got a we've got a program in there as well too, which is one hundred percent free. It is literally the steps that I use to get started um, educating myself on financial literacy, so that I could make it to year 12 or what will hopefully be year 12 of my professional soccer career. For those of you who don't know, when, uh, when I started out at, in professional soccer here in America, uh, the, the paychecks that some players are making today are not on par with what it was like when, uh, when we first started out. So you, you had to learn how to budget your money well and get, get very good, uh, with planning for your future. Uh, Bindi Janice said, spam that heart button. Love that. Spam that heart button. Uh, next question in here, we've got Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N-K-O-U-L-I-S-H underscore 24 said, thoughts on what the MLS is going to be doing this summer? Um, I think the Orlando tournament is is an exciting is an exciting prospect for many MLS fans. I think a lot of people have been without soccer and without sports for a while, and they're really excited to have something back, um, even with the limited capacity that it's coming back and all the kind of stipulations and rules that come around it. I am uh, I'm optimistic that I'm optimistic that things will things will continue running along smoothly so that it happens and it kind of and it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I hope nothing derails that process, but there is a lot of unpredictability with just what's going on in the world right now and how things are going, especially with turning things back on or trying to get the economy back up and running and stuff. Um, but fortunately for us, our focus is the MSL, the Mental Strength League, and uh, this mindset is it thrives in chaos and in, in uncertainty. And uh, those of you who have been following along and practicing uh, for a while and implementing it, are hopefully finding some resources and things that have that have been very valuable to you as of as of late. I think a lot of people, you know, shout out PG PCG7 Paul 
uh, audio engineer for Perfect Soccer. Dropping in the Luca drummed in MSL baby, the MSL army. We blew that up. Did you see the MLS live stream? We blew that up. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Yo, shout out, shout out the Luca P PCG seven. I love seeing the MSL army uh, taking over the live streams and uh, letting people know that the that the MSL army is alive and well, and uh, we're taking over. Whether we, it's not that we're taking over. We already took over. It's just we're just waiting for everybody to realize it and, and understand that it's way more fun over here in the MSL. And those of you who have been on since the beginning or early on in the process or just recently joining in with us, enjoy. Enjoy riding the wave with us because we've been here. Uh, it's been great. And I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you guys are having fun as well, too. Spam that heart button if you guys are having fun. You're enjoying yourself. Um, but, the, yeah, the point that I was making was – the extra time that we've got and we've had with the shutdown, I believe uh, our MSL Army and uh, our Perfect Soccer members, I hope, saw the value in this gift that has been this extra time um, that we weren't expecting to have. Now, I, I know we're not necessarily happy the situation or circumstances for it, but like I say, and like we say here, um, perspective What's the perspective you're going to take? Are we going to are we going to play victim and feel sorry for ourselves, or are we going to look at every single temporary obstacle as a as a lesson to be learned and wisdom to be gained or experience to be gained? Um, uh, Tony said, "MSL mentality, strong arm emoji. I'm in your head." Um, Julian said, "I think that the mental game will change a lot because all the players will be playing without fans." Yeah, that's a that's going to be a new experience for a lot of players. Um, many players feed off of the feed off of the crowd. So how is their game going to adjust or change now that there will not be a crowd there to feed off of? Some may thrive, some may struggle. So that'll be interesting. It'll also be interesting to see how many guys were or are not ready to play at the at a high level because of the uncertainty. I don't think many players have experienced this level of uncertainty for as long. I'd say in some ways, it's very much kind of like free agency. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know if you're ever going to play again. You don't know where you're going to play if you are, and you don't know if you're going to play, if you get a chance to play again. Um, but you still got to be prepared and ready to go, and you have to stay fit and in shape and tuned in and avoid injury and be, be ready for, when, uh, your, for if and when your call comes. Uh, PG, sorry, PCG7, Paul asked, I got a good question if it didn't get answered last week. Okay, so drop that in the, in the box and I'll see what I've, what I've got here. Um, uh, E.O.L.O.R.U.N.Y.O.M.I asked, what do you think about the new MLS tournament? I, I, I guess I covered it a little bit before. I think it's a, it's a good place to start to get things back going, get guys back back into the swing of things. There are going to be a lot of logistical issues and problems that come along with it. I think they'll be able to pull it off, but I do think what is being underestimated is the sheer lack of experience I think a majority of the player pool has with dealing with this type of return to play. I don't think most players have ever had to deal with preparing mentally for a season 
having it immediately ended, you know, two games in, being completely put on ice and having to basically manage themselves and keep themselves in shape and tuned in mentally and physically, and then reintegrate themselves back into being ready for a tournament and basically a season in such a short duration of time. Um, I guess I've had many similar experiences with just injuries and, and trades and free agency. Um, it is not, it is not easy to learn how to figure out how to make that work. And I think the teams who have the most veteran experience are poised to be extremely, to have an extreme advantage um, here moving forward. So that would be a good one for anybody out there who's a research, uh, research, uh, a research, research head, breaking down teams based on who has the most collective veteran experience would be a good place to start. Um, S-T-E-E-C-E-6 asked, how have, do you become a better leader on the team for others? Okay, that's a good question. So I guess the first question you got to ask yourself is, why do you want to be a better leader for the team? And the reason why I want to start with that question is, do you only want to be a leader for the team because you want the ball more, you want more playtime, you want it to be about you, and you want the coach, you want the opportunities for yourself? Or do you want to be a better leader because you you want to help your teammates be better? You want to learn how to serve others, not just serve yourself. And the reason why I say starting there is a lot of players believe that leadership means me, I, right? Leadership really means starting with we, us. And um, that would be the first place to start. So let's see, Veluca underscore three is calling in. Let's get you in here and uh, get hear what you got. Hear your question. Yo, what's, what's going up, on, brother? What's up, what's man? Up? How you doing? Good, good. So for the audience, can you let us know your name uh, and where you're calling from? So I am Luca, as my tag is. So I am uh -huh. 12 years old. And I'm calling in from right outside of um, D.C. Okay. So I was coming to the D.C. games. Okay, so you not a United fan. Um, did you make a couple games last year? Yeah, I made the uh, Philadelphia. I made the game um, that you scored that goal, the free kick goal. Oh, uh, I was actually, like, right behind the goal, and I oh, got yeah? a video. Oh yeah, New England. Oh, we gotta get the we gotta split. Uh, hopefully, if we get this a time when we clip this, Toto will be able to put that goal and your your camera angle in the clip. That'll be cool. Yeah, so, uh, I have to dig back through my camera roll, but okay, see if you can find it, man. Yeah, so that was All the right. New Eng that was the New England game, right? Yep. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, man. So what what can I do for you today? What what's your what's your question? All right, so I'm in like a really tough spot. Okay. Because I have a tryout coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And it, like, I, I, it's on Sunday. Okay. And I'm just, like, really nervous. Because it's, like, one of those, like, teams that, like, if I do well on, I know that I can really progress. I just okay. need to focus on making the team. Okay. 
So, so I just then, need to, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to get rid of, like, the nervousness, you know? Okay, so articulate out loud to me what nervousness means to you. Nervousness, like, like how I'm feeling or, like, how, what it means? You tell me. All I right, you so. Break it, break it down for me. So you're saying you're nervous. So describe what that means to me. I feel like it's, like, a pretty big team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I go there and make a fool of myself, or if I don't, you know, if I don't perform, I'm just going to look really bad in front of, like, everybody else. I'm going to say, hey, you know, I didn't even make this team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know. And it's it's just a team that I feel like I know I can make if I, you know, go in there feeling confident. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just don't feel like – I feel, like, a little bit nervous, like I'm going to mess up somehow. And the coaches are going to view me as, oh, he's not that good. Okay. Why are you scared of the coaches? Why are you scared of making a mistake? Because it's a really good academy. And I feel like, I don't know, it feels like that if I run into those kids again, they're going to think, oh, you know, he's not that good. He's not that. And I I feel like I'm just lacking that mental strength that way. Got you. Is that true? Are you not that good? I mean, I, I play – I'm one of the better players on my team on a worse team. Like, I'm okay. the best player on my team on a bad team. Okay. Okay. So, okay. That's good. You're self-aware enough to understand where you fall. Compared to the better team, what number do you think you fall on? So, how many kids are on the better, on the better team? Uh, I think it's around, like, 15. Okay. If – Based on what you feel right now in this moment, one's the best and 15's the worst. What number do you think you are on that higher team? Well, I played this team uh, a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a friendly, but they played, you know, like it was a real game. Like it was this, this was a final. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it like, it was just, they played very aggressive and so I feel like I didn't like. Of course, I was before that game. I was. I don't want to make excuses because I know that there's no reason you, to make excuses. Okay, oh, is that what you're doing right now, though? No, but that game I didn't play very well. Okay, why didn't you play very well? Because I was sick for like the last five days, and I didn't okay. skip all training. I had no training. So then, let's say let's say you weren't sick, right? Yeah. Where would you fall? I feel like I would fall out of. I could probably be like. In our one out of fifteen, probably like in the ten spot. Okay. Okay. Do you believe that is where you're at right now? Do you think you you for sure are number ten on that higher team right now? Uh, some somewhere around there. I want to know exactly. I want. Okay, I want fine. to know exactly what number you. Number are. nine. That's like, number nine. Mhm. Do you mean it, or are you just saying that? No, I feel like they. You know, I play center mid, and I feel like they're. They had a very strong attack, a very good, strong defense, but they lacked a little bit in the, in the midfield. Okay, so then why are you nervous or scared? Because if I feel like if I mess up, they're going to still take that those kids that they had before. Why do you, why do you think that you're not going to mess up? I don't know. It just feels like, you know, I've been – it feels like I'm – Have you ever I, played a perfect game before? No. Nobody has. Okay, so why why are you afraid that you're gonna mess up? I don't. I feel it's just the feel like 
it feels like I'm just going to come in off of quarantine, coming in. I, yeah, I've been doing drills. I have been, but I haven't been really – like, I, I, I feels like I'm just going to get tired real quick and somehow just lose everything. Well, that's going to happen if that's all your focus is – that's what you're focused on happening. So I should just focus on – focus on just, like – Okay, so wait, what do you think? So what should I be focusing on and what should I put my mindset into? You tell me. What do you think you should be focusing on? I feel like I should just focus on how the game, how the game and how the practice is going to go because it's like a practice because it's not mm-hmm. officially a tryout. I feel like it's just focus on that. If I mess up once, just keep on focusing. Okay, keep on focusing on what? On just what's happening in the moment. Like forget about what happened before. Like if I – Make a bad pass. I lose the ball. You know, just forget about it. And then... How do you forget about it? I don't, I, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know how to do it. Like, how so, do you yeah, forget I, about you, it? We're, we're talking about it. Okay, but this is a problem. You, you can't even forget about it and you haven't even done it yet. I probably, like, focus on what's happening at the moment. Like, just forget about the bad pass and focus on what's going on and what's the next move going to be. Okay, let's start back over. Okay, got you. Okay. I understand. I'm I'm asking you questions because I want to understand where you're coming from and how you see the game. Okay. All right. All right. So I understand where I believe I understand where you're coming from and how you see the game. But let's rebuild this mentality. Okay. Can you play a perfect game? No. Okay. So why do you worry about playing a perfect game? Because. There's like an extra program that if you play really well, you get into that. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I'm just talking about straight up from the first thought when you're saying, what do I focus on? How do I focus? What does focus mean? Right? Yeah. I'm saying, I'm asking you, why is there any focus on playing a perfect game if you know you could never do it? Because... I'm not really focused on playing good. I'm just focused on not, like, playing bad. Yeah, you're focused on not playing bad. So think about that. You're not playing to win. You're playing not to lose. Okay. So, okay, so wait. That means that I should come in focused on not messing up rather than playing well? You should focus on... You focus on what you know you're good at. And if and when you, not if, but when you make a mistake, you literally go, everyone makes mistakes. Mistakes are how I'm going to get better. I want to make as many mistakes as possible. And then you're saying, well, I'm scared to make mistakes in front of people. Well, then make all your mistakes at home when no one's looking and no one's watching. You're nervous and scared because you think you might not have put in enough work during quarantine. And you'll find out if you did or didn't at your trial on Sunday. And if you show up and you find out that you didn't do enough work, that's nobody's fault but your own. And there are no excuses other than you take your lump on your chin and you go, okay, I didn't do enough. What am I not good enough at? What did my competition do better than me? And what do I need to go spend all my time on my own doing extra to make up for it? So that the next time I get my next opportunity, the next trial, I won't let this happen to me again. Yep. Got it? 
Got it. Okay. And and what'll be good is um, uh, we we do the replay. We'll break this down, and you'll have this clip as well too, so you can reference it in the future. But the main thing is good luck, right? Got it. Focus on focus on the fact that you're there to show why you're there to show what you're good at. Okay. And okay. you're gonna mess up. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna make mistakes, and your focus isn't on what the coaches think of you and what they have to say. And if someone's making fun of you or you didn't do enough because messing up on this one day will not define who you are for the rest of your life. All right. Got it. You're going to, you're going to have other opportunities and other chances in the future. And the, the idea is saying each opportunity that you get, you'll be better than you were the time before. That's Got your it. focus. That's your focus. All right. Got it? Well, thanks, Quincy. Uh, yeah, of course, man. Good luck All right. uh, this Sunday, and hopefully we'll see how it ends up going. And if it goes it goes bad, that's good. For and sure. If it, goes, if it goes good, that's good too. All right. I'll let you know. I'll shoot you All a right, DM. Th- awesome, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. Later. That's a great one. Thanks for calling in, Luca. Uh, appreciate that. That was a solid one. Um uh, J Pro Skill said Michael Jordan didn't make it on his first try. That is correct. Um, let me think. Uh, I also I played JV my freshman year of high school. Um, yeah, I didn't make varsity my freshman year of high school, and then my sophomore year of high school I made varsity and I never played. So. The lower you start. see ryan mash said every opportunity is a learning opportunity that's facts jjusef10 said hey quincy i just don't know how to stay motivated when you're all by yourself and nobody has their hand on your shoulder to say i believe in you don't give up you're almost there you know how you do it you put your hand on your own shoulder you look in the mirror and you say i believe in me and I'm going to do whatever it is that I need to do to get to where I want to be and where I want to go. And it doesn't matter if nobody believes in me now. And it doesn't matter if nobody supports me now. I will figure out how to support myself. And that is the mentality that is necessary if you don't have support, if you don't have people there, if you don't have um, motivation. You've got to figure out a way to create motivation for yourself. And I try to share with you guys ideas for how to remove motivation being external. We want to, we want to do what we can to make motivation internal. Um, because what are you going to do the days that you don't have those external motivations? That kind of ties back to earlier in the call where we're saying, hey, how will guys' performance change without the without the crowd without the energy right that could be an external motivating factor um i think there will be a couple of guys who are going to learn a tough lesson and one is they feed off the energy of the crowd and that motivates them to play better and to play at a higher level and if you're someone who doesn't need that external motivation not having a crowd can be your advantage so this will be a very interesting way to view the game and to, I guess for me to kind of look at 
and see how guys adapt or die on the field based on kind of uh, changes in environment. So let's see what we got here. Uh, increased football said, Quincy, do you track how many calories you eat every day? I do not. Like I, I'm not a calorie counter, um, but I also am very in tune with my body and I understand the calories I'm in in ingesting and, and how I'm going about consuming calories. So everyone's a little bit different. I know some guys who are strategically planning every single game and they're counting calories up, up and down and they know exactly how much and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not a I'm not an avid believer in the idea that nutri uh, and this is I'm, I'm, I want to be careful with what I'm saying here in terms of what I'm saying. Nutrition is an important aspect of the game, but it isn't the highest priority in terms of output, in my opinion. I believe I believe nutrition is the easiest thing on the list that everyone can do. And it doesn't yield as great of results as people make it out to be. And I know that maybe, you know, nutritionists and people who are very much health, health oriented will com be completely against that and not, not agree with that in any capacity. I guess I'm just speaking from my own personal experience and, and um, what I've seen over the course of time and, and years. Uh, when I have been on those calorie counting and strategic and militant and all that kind of stuff, the the benefit that I got from doing so wasn't so substantial that it was worth the the mental energy and the yeah the mental energy that's dedicated and the money that's that's required for implementing it. I I think you can get enough calories and nutrition out of you know everything you know a regular diet. I just I I think. I think a lot more weight is put into it because it's easy to sell nutrition programs and make a lot of money in the health industry by selling people on the idea that, you know, eating this means you'll run this much faster and this much stronger and all that kind of stuff. Um, but everybody has their own thing. So, you know, that's just me. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, ST. EEC6 said, going back to the leadership, I want to serve and help the less experienced players and don't want the captain role for anything personal. How do I become better from that mindset? Well, I think um, a great place to start is asking players how you can help, not telling them you can help them. I think that was something that took me a little while to, to grasp and learn. Um, it's subtle, but it makes a big difference. Um, maybe someone doesn't want your help. Maybe someone doesn't want you to be the leader. Uh, a good leader can acknowledge that, can understand that, and can still work with that person or find ways to work with them. And a great way to start and to be able to do that is to ask how you can help, not say that you can help or show that you're helping or telling them that you're helping. Um, let the individual determine what help is for them and and if you're open and and able to facilitate that then and you want to go ahead and if you don't then 
okay. It doesn't make you a terrible person and it doesn't make you, you know, uh, yeah, it doesn't make you a terrible person, but it also, again, practicing those three S's of self-awareness, uh, you might need to reassess that maybe you aren't meant to be the leader right now, or there's things and skills and experiences that you need to gain before um, you're elected to a leadership position, right? It takes time to earn the role of a leader and it takes a lot of uh, experience and work um, to do so. So if that's your real intention, I, that would be, that would be my advice to you on that. Let's see, we've got some other, a lot of questions coming in here. Uh, here we go. Earl, Earl had asked, what do you think of Kevin Durant buying part of the Philadelphia Union? I believe that many individuals, many smart individuals understand the, the trend that's happening here in the United States. And that trend is very heavily pushing in the direction of soccer becoming a mainstream sport here in America over the next, you know, five, 10 years, um, just at a grassroots level. The number of players and kids who are playing the game, parents who played the game and now are having kids and encouraging them to play the game. For instance, I'm a, I'm a father now, right? I've got a, a two-year-old, uh, two years and nine, eight months, and a one-year-old, and I'm already playing the game with them, and, and I'm excited to teach them what I know. And, you know, I think this is the first real generation where we grew up with the sport we have a strong tie to the sport and we're now going to be able to teach that to our children. And then, you know, obviously, obviously I believe that's just an exponential curve that's going that way um, as time goes on. And I think smart investors are figuring out ways in which they can, they can invest in that, uh, in that wave and get in early. I think individuals like a Kevin Durant, have access to opportunities that most other individuals wouldn't have access to at this point in time because of the level that they are currently at and their access. So I think it's a, I think it's a net positive for the league um, as well as him as an individual. It diversifies, um, it diversifies the industries he's a part of. It diversifies his portfolio. He obviously is mindful and, and uh, business savvy and um, you know, you got to establish and get, get, um, yeah, you got to get established in some capacity, which is, uh, which is good. Um, having said all of that, I do believe a lot of these guys do not understand the fundamental, uh, nature and business model of the MLS. I think a lot of them are bought in based on the, the marketing machine that is the MLS, which is very powerful. It's a, it's, um, it's, um, yeah, it's a well-oiled machine, and um, there are a lot of issues and problems with the MLS system that definitely need to be addressed and taken care of. And I believe that the MLS will eventually get it right if they remain committed to the ideals and the things that they've been sharing, especially as of late on their platforms and channels. So I think a lot of um, a lot of people have probably been seeing the um, uh, the the post from the MLS, especially with relation to the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, racial inequality here in the league. 
and have made a lot of public statements about how they're in support of black uh, of, of the black player pool and and they're committed to long-term change and fundamentally changing the way in which they operate. Those are great messages and I'm all for that, but uh, messages mean nothing without action. So, um, and not just action, consistent action, commitment of action over a long duration of time. So if anybody is interested in seeing the, you know, the post that I've put on my personal account as of, as of late, the, um, the uh, how not to be racist post um, and dealing with racism, I think this episode 48 and then how not to be racist in like episode 72. You can see clips of that on, um, on my page there. Um, Oh, Earl said, shout out Paul for that question. So that was a question that came in from Paul. Thank you for that, Paul. That was a good one. Um, Ryan said, I'd, I'd say number one is lead by example before offering any advice to others to make sure you are following that same advice. I agree with that one. Uh, thumbs up from PG sports, thumbs up from Serena, thumbs up from Heather. Um, and yeah. And Paul also said James Harden owns parts of part of Houston as well. Um, yes. So I think, I think these guys are probably, obviously they know each other. They talk a lot. They're, they're, um, I think professional players are much more business minded here in to here in today than necessarily in the past. And because of their networks and where they're coming from, they've, their, their, um, their access to things is, is something that I think would be foolish not to take full advantage of. Let's see. Yo, Jordan, so Y-O-J-X-R-D-A-N asked, what was going through your head when you first signed your first pro contract? Okay, so let's, that's a good question. So let's think, what was I, what was I thinking then? Okay, um, what I was thinking was, so my first, so I was in college and I was on a, uh, min, I guess what's considered a minimum full ride scholarship. So at that time, I was making $20,000 a year from my scholarship, which was which was what I used to cover my tuition. And then we got something called remainder checks at that time at UC Davis. And then I'd use that and I'd budget it out um, so that I could pay for housing. And then any additional money that I was needing to live, I would do I would buy and sell items on eBay and Amazon. So flipping books and Bape shoes and Bape hoodies and t-shirts and bikes and literally everything, iPods. Uh, iPods, stuff, stuff like that. Um, and in my fourth year, I got I got invited to the combine and then I got drafted by the San Jose earthquakes while I was still in, while I was still in school. So I'd commute back and forth between school and, uh, San Jose, uh, to do training. So I'd have training and then I'd, then I'd drive, um, yeah, what would I do? So, so walking you guys through this whole process. So I would, uh, get up at like, would it be like five in the morning, five thirty in the morning? Then I drive two hours, two and a half hours, depending on traffic, to San Jose, to be there in time to go to training. And I I do training until training was done. And then immediately when training was over, I'd get back in the car, I drive back to Davis, and then I'd go to class from you know two or three until seven or eight. So I adjusted my schedule so I could 
so I could do that. Um, and that's what I was doing under my first professional contract. So um, what I was thinking when I signed it was, okay, I can still attend class and finish school while playing professional soccer, which is great. And I was also thinking that I'm not signing for a particularly large amount of money, but I'm looking at it from the perspective of my plan and goal is to start and build a business of my own. And if I'm able to have a job, you know, a full-time job that I only have to commit two to three hours to a day for a full-time entry-level position salary at that time, my minimum was $34,000. I looked at it in terms of, you know, someone's paying me $34,000 a year to work out for three hours a day. Um, and I have the rest of the day to myself to, to, um, to, to invest in myself, invest in my business, come up with ideas and stuff like that as well too. So that hopefully that gives you guys a full picture as to what I was thinking about at that time and how I was approaching it and how I was trying, how I was able to integrate the pro contract and playing professional with, you know, my education because of the fact that money was so low. Um, it definitely wasn't something that you want to just put all your eggs into that basket, right? It was important that I still attended school and I, I encourage many players to find that balance and make it work. Cause you can, um, if you, if you try to say that you can't do both, that's not true. You, you just, it's not, it just means school is not a high enough priority for you. That's all that really means. And, um, if that's the case and that's true, that's fine, but know that that's your decision and, um, it may greatly negatively impact you in the future if things don't work out as a, as a player. So being mindful of that. And I, I always like to make sure that we're being open and honest here, self-honesty, first pillar of uh, the AmeriCorps process and, and uh, the MSL mentality. So I'm liking that. Um, as you guys know, the live show is an hour. We're coming in on the 45th minute mark. So we've got about 15 minutes here before Instagram officially kicks me off. I'm loving, I'm loving the questions and I'm loving the engagement. I'm loving the fact that people are still hanging around. If you, if you, uh, I think that's the first time I shared what my kind of experience was in college in the beginning on that, that first pro contract driving back and forth. So if you like that and stuff like that, spam that hard button. So I know if those are stories that you guys like hearing and that's making any sense. And uh, drop in your thoughts and what that makes you think or or whatever because you know you guys gotta give me that feedback so so I can I can grow so I can up level the mental strength. Um, yeah, speaking of which, hash the I know MLS is doing MLS is coming back. Um, Hashtag uh, MLS is back. Got this. I don't know if you is it gonna listen to it. Oh, that's the that's the what do you call it? That's not the video. Hold on, let me show you guys the video. E. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, no, nah, that's good. Say, saying MLS is 
is back. Hashtag MLS is black. Yo, M M MSL Army. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Because who was I talking to about? Talking to about this. Yo, MLS is doing their MLS is, is back campaign. Uh, I wanted to have some fun and do an MLS is black campaign. So if you guys are tagging hashtag MLS is black under any MLS posts um, and then tagging the I'm in your head emoji on anything and everything they do, like on Twitter, Instagram, all over the place, um, I'll be able to see and search the hashtag and see who's done it and tag it. And over time, I'm just going to be doing random merch giveaways like soccer balls and uh, perfect soccer, uh, B pro weekly training programs, skills Academy t-shirts, maybe a dope MSL hat, some perfect soccer merch. Maybe you'll get yourself a nice, I'm in your head blanket. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have some fun with that. So it's the MSL is black. Or MSL is black. The MLS is black campaign or the MSL, the MLS is black challenge. I like that. MLS is black challenge. Cause you know, I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of individuals saying that they, they stand with the black player pool. They support uh, the black initiatives. They, they agree that, you know, people have been quiet too long and been too passive about things for, for too long. And they want to, they want to encourage change and they want to do more than just one social media post. So I figured, Hey, let's have some fun and make it an ongoing campaign um, with the hashtag MLS is black campaign. And it gives you an opportunity to win some free merch. I'll do some shout outs. Uh, even now I'm thinking about it on the fly. What I'll do is like, as you guys are just spamming, spamming all the MLS posts on Twitter and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff um, with the hashtag MLS is black and I'm in your head emojis. Um, I'll be able to screenshot some, some individuals and I'll do some giveaways here next week um, or, or shout out who will be getting some, some merch and stuff. If you guys like ideas like that, like give me some Jesus hands or something. Let me know if you're down for that. If you like that, you know what I mean? If you participate, if you're about that action. Um, the Lucas MSL, I'm in your head emojis. England 2130. What up, England? What time is it over there, man? Let me know. Love seeing you. Uh, Paul said, get John Cena on. Make that happen, bro. You know him? Tell him to come join, bro. Let's go. Let's have a conversation. You think MLS is going to, like, open up anytime soon? Or are they going to keep pretending that we're not here? What do you guys think? What do you guys, what do you guys think? Hmm? You guys feeling the wave yet? Is the wave coming yet? What do you guys feel? Where do you guys feel? Where do you guys think we're at in the process? Like, what do you, what do you guys think's coming? What do you feel's coming? There we go. Uh, Heather's giving the clap hands. Candle, welcome. Waving. K23 Ampton with the Jesus hands. Zuri with the Jesus hands. Paul's with the Jesus hands. Anish, what's going on? What's happening? Uh, Joe Jackson with the I'm in your head emojis. Hee hee. Bird hands. Brr. Loving that. Mm, England said it's 2.51 a.m. in England. Look at that. Soldier. 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 Let's see what we got here. Okay, Yusuf, I answered that question. Mm. 
You know what? I'm just throwing this up on the screen because, yeah, 100 fire emoji. That's how I'm feeling right now. 100. Um, uh, Candle said slow, fast, then slow. The Lucas said here. Um, everything football. Everything uh, underscore. That might be underscore underscore everything underscore football. Uh, how did you train during quarantine? Like, uh, or like, what did your individual training look like to keep your fitness in touch? Uh, so the way in which I had to approach it is probably substantially different than the typical player uh, because I'm in my free agency. So because of that, I'm not with any particular organization. So I don't, I don't yet know what formation, philosophy, coaching style I'll be a part of. So when that is the case, and I don't know if and when I'll be signing, you know, it could be one day, it could be one year. You, you literally don't know. It's basically quarantine. Um, so I think a lot of people are getting a taste of what it's like to be a free agency player with that uncertainty. Uh, but what's, what's important is a steady state, consistent body weight based workout circuit. So what does that even mean? So it's really a steady state run for 15, 20 minutes, maintaining the pace, um, the, the same pace the entire time, and then uh, body weight circuit. So, you know, squats, lunges, side lunges, uh, core work, then, um, and then uh, a ball, ball work, uh, ball touch, touches um, circuit. So that nothing complex, nothing crazy, very simple. Um, and just the same thing every single time. And I think that's what, that's, what's most difficult for people to understand. Um, it's very difficult to do the simple things well and to do the simple things consistently over time. So most people are looking to change it up and switch it up and keep it new and keep it fresh. Um, but doing so means you're wasting a lot of mental energy on, on needing to keep the motivation outside of yourself keep the tying the motivation to something new right like doing new things is good and having new experiences is great and being open to new things is great as well too but also knowing what you do and having a consistent routine is is also um powerful in its own way that kind of ties to the whole linear versus exponential thinking talk that i've done in the past so if you guys haven't listened to that um, you could definitely search the Perfect Soccer PS Clips um, playlist over on YouTube. Uh, the Luca says, should I make a MLS back to black post or just blow up MLS post to enter giveaways? I think the more the merrier, bro. Why not? The more you do, the more chances to win. And you guys already know I get super next level with it, having too much fun and doing too much. Or doing just enough. Huh? What do you think? You never know. But the more, the more you know. Um, Kendall.cox.soccer um, asks, what advice do you have for me, a 12-year-old girl from New Jersey? Well, Kendall, I've seen, I think I've seen you in the live here in the, in the past. 
I would encourage you to go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash login account and create a Perfect Soccer Team membership um, account if you haven't already. Make sure you read the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint and um, that should really help give you a solid foundation. And by reading that book and getting access to that book, you also get access to our private Facebook group where you can get your specific questions answered um, by pro players. So pro players moderate that group. And when you guys read the book and take initiative and actually learn from what we teach and ask us questions based on what you learn from the book, you get your questions answered in that, in that Facebook group. So I don't think I've talked about the Facebook group here for a while because um, we've got, we're doing so many things and there's so many moving parts, but yeah, um, by, by getting a free copy of our book and reading it and learning from that, you also get access to getting your questions answered directly by pros. So that's a resource that's available to, uh, to you. So I would suggest that. I'd also would highly suggest everybody make sure they head to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS and uh, listen to the three S's of self-awareness um, talk that I did at Bill Hamid's camp last summer. Uh, I, oh, well, I'm talking to you, Earl. I think I keep saying les beans, but let, let's be on an uh, honest is his name, but I always see les beans. Uh, he attended that talk, the three S's of self-awareness and, uh, got a lot of value out of it. I, I think it was episode 71. You can check out how the three S's of self-awareness helped um, um, him become a better person and coach. So you guys definitely, definitely do not, do not pass up, uh, invest in a little bit of time in watching that talk. Uh, I think it'll be a valuable, a valuable one for you. Um, what we'll also need to do is, Paul, if you're still on, we'll probably definitely need to turn that into a Quincy Talks episode. So we can get that published over on the, on the podcast as well. Um, oh, other updates. Uh, Mark Pelosi, shout out Mark Pelosi. Let me get my boy up on the screen here. I got like two or three minutes before Instagram will kick me off. But shout out my boy, Mark Pelosi. He was um, our guest this week on the Perfect Soccer podcast. Um, you know, sharing his story and how he made it to Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool FC. So if you want to know how, let's see if we're we switching that up, switching it, Boop, my boy, how he made it uh, to Liverpool FC. We were teammates uh, on the San Jose earthquakes. We were locker mates as well too. And we're, we're business partners. We, we, we've invested in a lot of uh, businesses and ventures together. Uh, one of which being, um, I think the first one that we had partnered on and, and got going was our real estate, our real estate, um, fund. And, uh, yeah, it's grown into many, many, many things since then, which has been really awesome to see. Um, for those of you who are interested in real estate and learning what we did there, we broke that down so you could learn as well too over at leverageinvestmentgroup.com. So it's all for fun. It's all for educational purposes only. So we're just teaching you guys what it is that we did for ourselves. So you can, um, you can do it for yourselves too, if you want to or not. Um, Ryan said, shout out Mark for being a force alumni too. Yeah. So I didn't even realize that until right now, Ryan, crazy, huh? we got the force over there. You guys see the path to making to making it to Liverpool I'm telling you, you guys, our platform, we're sharing, we're sharing the gems. We're sharing the gems. 
But uh, I got one minute left before Instagram kicks me off. Uh, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode. Spam that heart button if you were loving it and you enjoyed it. And uh, drop me some I'm in your head emojis if you've got them. If you got them. As we've got the last minute to go. Last minute. Heather said, bye, everyone. See you next Thursday. And thank you, Quincy. I learned a lot today. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, M-O-H-S-I-N-M-M-A-L-K-14. Please join in next week, and I'll make sure to answer your question. I wasn't able to get to it. Literally got 40 seconds before Instagram kicks me off. Um, John gave me the Jesus hands. Heather gave me the I'm in your head. Luca, I'm in your head. Joe Jackson said, thanks, Quincy. Love the live. John Hollinger, I'm in your head. Uh, Reese Puppy Cup. R-E-L-E, I'm in your head. Everyone spam that heart button. I appreciate it. Uh, J Pro Skills, thank you very much. Reese by Andreas by Zuri. Thank you, Quincy. The best podcast. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. And as always, I'll see you next week. I'm in your head. Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.